how's it going? Friday the 13th, 7pm. Last bit of daylight in the sky. And I'm feeling pretty crap, to be honest. It's been ages since I talked. Longer still since I published, because there are two in the can. I don't think I'll publish them, because they're out of date now. So, kind of, what's the point? Well... I'm full of negativity today. Let me see if I can talk it out. I did write in my journal just before I came out and yeah, there was a good bit of negativity went in there as well. So what's going on? Well, I've had a headache for the last two days. I've been prone to headaches since early childhood. I've got two distinct memories. One of them I must have been about 11 and I was out with my pal Clark in the golf course where we used to play in Prestwick and not play golf, we used to hang around the golf course because it was a wonderland of a playground and I remember getting a horrific headache and coming home crying in the afternoon and I remember Clark being quite compassionate It's funny the things you remember. The other time, I'm not sure of the age range, I can remember being in my mum and dad's bed during the day one day and I could hear the stamp works operating in air and I was lying in bed with one of those horrific headaches that I still get. For some reason the headaches make me think of stamp works now. There you go. Uh, Yeah, so it's not been a great couple of days. Yesterday wasn't too bad productivity-wise because I knuckled down and, you know, I got a few things done. But today's been absolutely crap. I took some codeine and Nurofen. I think it's 12.8 milligrams of codeine that you get in these Boots versions of Nurofen and... They've left me feeling quite ill. Uh, so I went out earlier to do a recording with Elana for our weekly podcast. And I ended up bailing because I just... Well, I wasn't feeling up to it anyway. I was going to soldier on. But then the smells of the food in the restaurant was giving me the bulk. So I just bailed and came home. Went to bed and watched an episode of a TV show that I have just read the book of called The City and the City by China Mieville. Finished the book this morning in bed with my headache. Absolutely loved the book and started watching the TV show. But what else did I do? Well, because I was feeling shit, I decided that I had a licence to eat sugar. So I ate three cookies, two flapjacks, and a whole bag of Walker's Sensation Poppadoms. Which was not a good idea, I have to say. However, I'm not sure it's a terrible idea because when I'm ill and I'm craving something like that, I, I just go with it. But then I'm left with the guilt. <sighs> and coronavirus. There we go. I've finally mentioned it on my podcast. I'm actually starting to worry about it. 
I'm not worried about getting it, getting ill. I'm worried about the consequences globally, economically, and all sorts of conspiracy ideas in my head and all that stuff that I normally try not to indulge in. Those thoughts are swirling around. It's The world is fucked at the moment. And it could very well be manufactured. Anyway, moving on from that, let's go to something a bit more positive. I've been listening to a podcast called the Hustle and Flowchart podcast with Joe Fear and Matt Wolf for the last month, maybe, something like that. They run a company called Evergreen Profits, LLC. And their content is right in my wheelhouse. I love it. Every podcast episode that I've listened to has been incredibly valuable. And this most recent one that I've listened to is no exception. It has on there a guest called Lisa Cherney, C-H-E-R-N-E-Y, who has a, a brand called Get Fucking Real. Which straight away made me smile. You know, that's that's my kind of vernacular. And when I listened back to the show, it just it made so much sense. It really... It's totally inspiring. So, naturally, I'm going to look up Lisa's products, Facebook groups, shows, all of that stuff. It could be that... A combination of Evergreen Profits products and Lisa Cherney's products will be all that I need in terms of mentorship. And I use that word kind of ironically because one of the products that Lisa Cherney has got coming out is a website called unmentoring.com. I don't know if it's live yet. I typed it in before I left the house with the dogs this evening, but didn't wait long enough to see if the tab would load. It was just a placeholder for me to get back to when I'm home. So I'm not quite sure what the whole concept of unmentoring is, but it sounds intriguing. And the thing that that appeals to me so well is that they were talking a lot about mental health, about imposter syndrome. And in the latest edition of the Evergreen Prophets newsletter which, yes, I did sign up to for $15 a month, which seems really good value. They spoke about what it's like when they went to a recent mastermind conference type thing to be sitting across the table with seven-figure earning entrepreneurs and to realise that these people have the same hang-ups as everybody else and that they are just people. Now, this is something that I have found since I started hanging around in the professional guitar-playing world, that guitar players that are world-class and who sit on stage and can bring you to tears with their music, they think in exactly the same way that I do. And it takes me back to the time when I was trying to learn a particular song, which was Bert Jansch, uh, Not Strolling Down the Highway, 
uh, Blackwater Side. I can play both of those songs now, but I remember when I was learning to play Blackwater Side way back in, let me think, 2005 maybe, in the Luxembourg years, I remember saying to myself, if I could learn this song, I would be done. I would be up there with the people that I admire the most in the world. So I learned the song. And was I done? <laughs> nope, not even close. I still felt that I was rubbish, that who would want to listen to me, all of that stuff. And so I totally get what Joe and Matt are talking about when they say how it feels to be sitting across from people that they admire, that they have for some reason or other put on a pedestal without understanding that they themselves are worthy of that pedestal or in fact, better still that nobody is on a pedestal that everyone is just doing their best to live their best lives and what I'm finding now is that through talking about it I mean you'll know obviously that I talk to myself in this format about this kind of thing but there seems to be a lot more openness now about being authentic and honest and sharing your worst self in order to show others that their worst selves are not that bad that everybody is struggling with demons and pain points and anxiety and fear all of these things that get in your way and what seems to come across to me is that everybody who has made it relatively successfully, at least in my eyes, by which I mean people who have executed their ideas to the point of being financially free, which is my goal, I believe that they've managed to get there by just doing and not worrying. You know, the old cliche that perfect is the enemy of good. That's a good one. That came up yesterday when I was talking with Elana about the photography that I've been doing for her. So the fact was that I'd been sitting on some photography that I did for them Tuesday last week. So Thursday was yesterday. So that's nine days later. We were talking on a call and she said... Where are the pictures? I said, they're on my hard drive. Have you gone through them yet? No. Uh, maybe we should just start taking iPhone pictures and putting them out because at least then we're putting something out. And I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. And it did make me feel guilty, insecure, uh, a whole lot of other negative feelings because I hadn't got to it yet. So that's down to my planning and my priorities and my workflow and all of that. But she's right. You know, and what was putting me off was the fact that I had, it was 170 pictures to go through. And it's weird, right, because I really enjoy going through pictures. And so I'm not quite sure what was holding me back. I'm actually not sure at all what was holding me back because... Uh, no, I need to analyse that more and not just 
stumble over my words on a recording. I'll, I'll give that some more thought. So yes, this sort of current climate, maybe it's just because the things I'm listening to, the things that I'm attracted to consuming, are things that talk about this. So maybe it's not everywhere. Maybe there isn't a, a climate shift. But I feel like there is, you know, because I'm watching my kids go through high school and I'm seeing things in schools culturally that just were not there when I was going through school back in the 80s. Things like being gay, things like bullying, things like what we're talking about here, you know, mental stress and anguish and suicide. All of those things are... They're talked about in school now. And when I was a young person, these things were not talked about at all. So, yeah, there is a cultural shift for the better. And to hear people like Matt and Joe talking about their fears and anxieties and hang-ups. And let me just talk a bit about Gary Vaynerchuk. It's been a while since I mentioned him. I've actually stopped listening to his content at the moment simply because... I have so much content to get through that I can't keep up with it all. But his message has always been, you know, do your best, just do, get out your own way, all of that stuff, which is what I'm trying to do in my life now. And it feels super powerful. It really does. So, yeah, I'm I'm optimistic and excited for the future even though the world is in meltdown because of a fucking virus. Although I suppose that's always what was going to kill the population, isn't it? Stephen King, The Stand. Any of you ever read that? That was one of my favourite books growing up. In fact, I wrote my higher English thesis on the conflict aspect between good and evil using that book as my analysis. And... (laughs) Yeah, it's happening, folks. Captain Trips is here. (laughs) Except it's not, because it's not going to kill the population. It's simply going to kill the economy. Which will then lead to death in the population because of starvation and the zombie apocalypse is upon us, folks. Oh, my God. Right, maybe on that note I should finish yakking. And make sure I get this published. What I'd like to say is that coming up this weekend, part of the reason that I've been feeling so negative is that it's my daughter's birthday on Monday. Now that would make you normally think, woohoo, excitement, party time and all that. But if any of your parents out there, you'll know what it's like having to prepare for a birthday or for Christmas. The stress, the anxiety, the cost to make the day perfect for your child it's fucking real it's you know and of course compounded with that is the usual shit that goes in our lives because we're not financially free my wife is killing herself with a job has been for years and years and years this is the first time I've spoke about this I shouldn't really be talking out of turn about her stuff but it's family stuff so the deal is this I want to be able to get myself into a position where I'm earning enough that I can support the family without her having to kill herself doing a job that she hates. There, that's my goal. 
I was doing a job that I hated and it was killing me and now I'm not and the happiness factor it cannot be overstated so that's what I want to get the family to and once I do she will then be able to plan birthdays without having to work at the same time she will be able to plan for the horse trimmer coming over tomorrow without having to worry about clearing all the junk out the spare room because we won't have junk in the spare room will we because we'll be financially free and we won't need to keep the junk for one thing and for the second thing well that goes without saying then doesn't it the spare room will not be filled with said junk and anyone can come and stay anytime they want without a whole night of shifting junk yes they'd have said it and then we could have a lovely birthday trip tomorrow which you know at the moment is filling me with fear instead of excitement and happiness and of course I'll have to mask that I'll have to pretend I'm really excited and it's going to be a wonderful weekend because that's what you do isn't it as a parent you act well that's my negativity all coming back out again isn't it I'm actually feeling a little bit dizzy at the moment as well the reason for which is that I'm cutting down on my antidepressants down to 10 milligrams a day and the side effects are that it's making me dizzy the whatever it was that it's doing to me it's now doing less of and the result is dizziness which is a bit disconcerting I have to say so as I look at two sheep silhouetted against the darkening sky I'm going to wish you all a good night and I will speak to you all again very soon this is Cam's wishing you all the very best bye bye <laughs>